Hey, DJ, guess what? What, Captain NPR? <laughs> we have a sponsor. What kind of sponsor? Like a advertising sponsor. Like somebody that helps us out? Yeah, it's Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. Have you heard of them? Well, I mean, yeah, I've heard of them. I mean, they're at all the craft beer bars and breweries in town, and they talk about all the different beers in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, well, they've they've actually told us that um, they want us to talk about all the craft beer breweries in Tennessee and go around and learn more about what's happening in the state and all the exciting things that are going on, and they're willing to sponsor us to do it. Us? Yes, I know. It's a shocker, but us, really. Oh, my word. So, I mean, I should actually put a shirt on. Um, Yeah, you know, we're actually going to have to go outside of your basement. Oh, so. my goodness gracious. So, we'll put a shirt on, but you don't have to have a shirt while reading the magazine online and working else. Can you read it? Find them online at tncraftbeermag.com. There, you'll find copies of their magazine along with a statewide brewery map events calendar, and you can even subscribe to their print edition online. It's the magazine where you can find craft beer in the state of Tennessee. That it's the name. Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. There you go. Find them online at tncraftbeermag.com. Hey guys, this is Chris Hill. This is DJ Luke. And uh, this is the Humble Beer Podcast. And with us today is the Negative Three. Yeah. Guys, thank you for joining us. We got two out of three of the yeah, Negative Yeah, two out three. of three. We got Jose and Thomas. Thomas, thank well, you, Thomas. So we got two losers in Knoxville, is what we got. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's, it's, That's uh, a funny way to tell I just did it. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, this is what used to be two losers in Knoxville. Uh, me and Christian started that podcast, and then recently we just to confirm I'm not one of the losers. So. Yeah, we rebranded um, the podcast and added Thomas. Um, we kind of held like a poll. Um, on our podcast and said, hey, if we get this amount of people interacting with us and telling us that they want Thomas, well, we'll keep him. <laughs> um, and so we got that number and then we kind of had to fix some things in the background, kind of have his wife sign off on it. And then yes. once she did, we said, cool, you're on, let's make it happen. So now we've, we're have we going through the whole like rebranding, making it the negative three, yeah. new logo, RSS feed and all that That's podcast awesome. crap. That, that people don't want to listen about, but yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And and this is of course um, for those who have already listened to the first half. This is the continuation of our talk. We've been talking um, on the Negative Threes podcast, and um, now we are switching over to the Humble Beer podcast. So if you're listening and you're a regular Negative Three listener, thank you guys. Um, we're happy to have you with us. And if you're just now tuning into Humble Beer and you want to go back and check us out, um, I recommend hitting pause on this. Believe it or not, I don't want you to listen until you've heard the first half. So yeah. um, I want you to go and listen to the negative three. Where can they find that? Uh, so we are on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Caspian, you know, anywhere that you can find a podcast. We're pretty much on it. We, okay. We're also on Spotify. I think only like two or three episodes are on Spotify right now. Sure. Um, but we're, we do have you got the Spotify, Spotify set up. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Well, cool. We'll go and check out the negative three wherever, wherever your podcasts are downloaded. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, go from there. But with that said, this is the show, and uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, just really curious, um, how did you said you and Christian started this? But tell me a little bit more about what you all do, what the podcast is for those who haven't listened and ignore my plea to ask them to pause. Okay, um, so. Our podcast basically started um, with a conversation over a couple beers at Christian's house on a guy's night. Uh, the, um, Christian's wife was out of town doing something, and so he invited a couple guys over. And so we had a couple beers, and he was like, you know what? I've always wanted to start a podcast, you know, in that, like, Couple beers in lingo, um, and we, so we know. We're, yeah. we're aware. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, you know what? I tried to start a podcast about three months ago with 
uh, Kaylee, who's who's my wife, um, and it did not go well. Um, let's just leave it at that. It just was not working out. And so I was like, we should definitely try it. Um, and so I had my buddy Eli, who's uh, studying to be a sound engineer, so he booked us a studio, and we started recording, and the first two episodes were so bad, like <laughs> so bad. They never got released. Um, and then in January, we started releasing episodes of um, 2018 for people that are listening to this in the future. Um, we started in January of 2018, releasing episodes, and now we're here with the whole rebranding and everything, adding on Thomas. And so that's our podcast. Pretty much we just are a couple of guys sitting down and talking crap for an hour or so. Yeah, we we, we tend to stay within the realms of uh, religion, well, I guess just everything, religion, politics, and music, but yeah. heavily music-based podcasts, I would say, being that we're all musicians. Um, we like to critique and review a lot of bands' new material and uh, just discuss our favorite albums, et Yeah, tie it into, like, life in general or, like, you know, whatever Facebook meme is coming out, you know, and, and talk about that for an hour or, you know. You guys talk about our beer, right? Come on. I mean, we we usually drink oh, a beer while we drink we're, a beer. Our yeah, knowledge. You guys don't talk about beer. Get out of here. <laughs> what, what are we doing having the motherfucker? <laughs> Did you book these guys? Now, no, we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. No. We do um, have somewhat of a a good taste in beer. I would yeah. say. Uh, yeah, my, my I've never been like we discussed earlier. I guess a little bit. We, me and me and Christian, I guess Jose. We've had a kind of reel in a little, but. Neither one of us started with your generic beers. Uh, you know, when I, I tasted my grandfather's Bud Light as a kid and said, you know, why would you ever want to drink this? It tastes, you know. But Bud Light is so good. No. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, if you like drinking rice, maybe. Yeah. But no. No, uh, I mean, it wasn't a great beer. But my first, it is a classic, I guess. My first beer was a Yingling. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a good one. It's just, yeah, which is a good. Great cheap beer that's not uh, commercial. Well, yeah. I mean, it's commercial, but it's, it's, it's not commercial, but it's not like privately owned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and as a you know, being a logger, I I kind of liked the. I, I realized then that I was going to be someone that drank beer for flavor and not to get drunk. Um, just being that I was raised in a religious household too, so um, didn't really start drinking until I was twenty one. Uh, that my parents knew of. Uh, <laughs> outside of you know, so maybe a couple parties with a little liquor uh, that I thought I was being a rebel, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say we have an interest in beer, just not the knowledge to speak on it outside of what our favorite beers are, or what we've been drinking for the day, or, or whatnot. Yeah, well, it, that kind of ties into the starting of the podcast. It did start kind of like a couple buddies hanging around, grabbing a couple beers, and just talking. You know, the conversations that we had while we were hanging out, maybe drinking a beer, that's what we wanted to capture and, and, and make, you know... I guess people listen to our BS, but you know, like <laughs> listen to that conversation. Like that's what we wanted to capture. Like just genuine moments, you know, cause it, it's, it's almost like in, in, so as he said, we're, we're pretty religion based. We all go to church together. Um, so it's like when you're at church, you almost have to like be a specific person, especially us who all play worship. Like we have to, almost kind of play this role but when we can get together and have a beer and just genuinely talk um the, that conversation is 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 something that's very different to what you'll it's, see it's a little more raw i guess you'd say yeah it's like raw just authentic conversation and so that's that's kind of where it started like let's just record this like let's press the record button and forget that we have a mic in front of our faces and just talk like, if I have to say something, then I'm then like, oh, God, like, maybe I have to delete that because I don't know if I even agree with my own thought. Like, that's fine, but at least I, I, I spoke it and I talked about it, and then we can think about that and open that conversation. And so that's kind of what Two Losers in Knoxville, now the negative three kind of became and started. But I, w I would say, though, though, now it's kind of, it's kind of, it started to reel itself into where we're a little more organized. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's I think that's a besides being uh, buddies with these guys and being on multiple episodes, um, 
I think that was one of the reasons they also wanted me coming on because I'm I'm pretty good at, at keeping if we have bullet points we want to hit, getting us back to those points within a reasonable amount of time so we don't have two hour episodes every time. And angry wives. And angry wives. Yes, <laughs> we we know about that. But, yeah, yes, yeah. but I do remember that's I remember the conversation the night that Jose and Christian wanted to start the podcast. Um, that was one of my issues. Is my wife was like, "You do too much as it is. There's no way you would be a part of that." Yeah. So it took a while to to get some things off my plate to be. A part well, that that night we had also recorded a three hour long episode that was still not finished um, at that <laughs> point. So that wasn't a good day to kind of throw that out either. <laughs> And, and I think it's, we, we, we get a lot, a lot of complaints with from friends that are not avid po- podcast listeners. So, like, they, they want to listen to us because they're our friends. And they go, oh, no, it's a 45-minute hour-long podcast. It's too yeah, long. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> it's too long. But, yeah, but, Brian, what's up, man? <laughs> but they go, but, but I'm like, that's... We love the, you, Brian. Yeah, and that's, you know that. That's pretty much a standard podcast is about 45 yeah. minutes to an hour and a half. So, it's like, so for us, we're like... that. Yeah, that, it's that nothing. Listen, listen to podcasts that's 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 standard so yeah but like i can i can understand trying to get down from a three-hour marathon to uh we, we typically break it up if we yeah. go over an hour yeah. and a half i mean that but they were talking about doing, doing a three-hour podcast and they weren't even finished yet so that, yeah. would, that would be yeah. like four episodes well yeah. that's a music <laughs> episode that then turned into four episodes, four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. we 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 had to break it down because yeah. it was like nobody's going to... I mean, I'm, I don't know if anybody made it through the whole series um, because that's what it turned into. Yeah. Like, it, it's just a lot. Like, it's a lot of information and just conversation to, like, listen to. Uh, me and Christian were actually talking about this earlier. It's like, yo, like, I want to listen to people like Joe Rogan and, you know, like, people that have podcasts like that, but they three have hour four, th- yeah, four, three, hour, four yeah. hour episodes that I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, and I listen to about nine hours worth of podcast a day. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it's like, are you listening on two X or are you actually listening to it like one and a half speed, one and a half, okay. one and a half. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I listen to a lot of podcasts, but it's like I don't want to. Out of my nine hours that I'm listening to, half of that would be one episode, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like what? Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's not cool. Like I I rather listen to about ten episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's hard to consume that long of a episode slash series yeah. of anything, you know? Um, especially if you're like, I, I do a lot of like listening to them like fully through. Mm-hmm. So like your guys' podcast, when Christian told me about you guys, I just listened to everything that you which, guys had released. Which I'm impressed with, by the way. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah, well, you know. If I, if I would have thought about it if, and before we had these guys on, I actually, if I actually did some um, free shirts. You should have. But I didn't. Because I was unprepared because it's my birthday birthday weekend. So. Birthday weekend. Yeah, so. we'll play forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, we, we should have played the game, um, the famous game, um, uh, Indie Band or Craft Beer Name. Oh, man. Craft Beer Brewery. So, like, oh, that's great. Yeah, I've heard, I heard on a couple podcasts, but we, so we, I'd give, I, would, I would give credit to the podcast. Sure. Heard it on. But they, what, they, what they name a craft brewery. Or, or an indie band, and you have to decide which one it was, oh, man. which one it is. Yeah, dang it, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, Miss, missed opportunity, missed opportunity. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, so I I listen to all your guys' catalog, um, and that's what I do a lot. So it's like if I'm listening to a back catalog, and your episodes are four hours long, I'm only going to listen to two episodes a day, and then that to me isn't satisfying. So it's like, yeah. I, I'm just not going to do it. Because yeah. if you have 100 episodes, they're all three hours long. Like, like Joe Rogan's, it's like, no way in hell I'm going to do that. Like It's like yeah. my, um, uh, one of my favorite TV shows is Pinky Blinders. Have you ever watched that? Pinky Blinders on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so it's one of my favorite shows. But one of the greatest things about it is it's it's each season six episodes, and each yeah. episode is an hour long. And so, like... Like you could literally watch the entire series in a weekend if you wanted to. Yeah, and so it's something very, very like and consumable. And I think we could, we did, I think we did a pretty good job at that making like, or like, if you want to uh, go back, or if you want to listen to like, if you're going to um, Nashville and you want to go back and listen to our Nashville thing, it's like oh, well, we got a two hour road trip. You could probably get through a lot of that. So yeah, yeah. and then know where to go once yeah. you're there. Yeah. Yeah, so very cool. 
Um, so you mentioned you mentioned music and all that. Tell me a little bit about, I guess, your background. Like, what what got you into maybe podcasting, and then what where were you at before you even started podcasting? Like, what's your story? Okay. Jose? Um. So for me, uh, it, actually, funny story. I had I had known about podcasts for years. Uh, you know, your old iPods had like I'm I'm a I'm a musician like since I've been a musician since I was like ten. Cool. So he's uh, like thirteen. You, now, pl- you so. play yeah, guitar. And I'm like, or what are you? Twelve. <laughs> yeah, so, twelve. You know, yeah. Um, no, but, but, I'm a drummer. Okay, drummer. Um, that's right. Yeah. So I have been listening to music like religiously since I was like six. Like that was my thing. Like music was my thing since I was like six. Like it, that was it for me. Um, and so I've had, you know, uh, Walkman, CD players, everything. But once you've got like your first iPod, it always had that podcast app. Like that's always been on any iPod touch, any, you know, device like that. So I've always known about podcasts, but I thought that was like for old people. Like <laughs> that was like old people's thing. Like well, comparatively, back- we are old, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not really, because that's what, I, like, people uh, no. around your age is what I hang out with, like, as you guys yeah. noticed. Um, I'm just giving you a hard time. But it's, so. it's fine. I'm, I'm the kid. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, but, so I never really listened to a podcast until um, I, I got my uh, girlfriend at the time pregnant, um, who's now my wife. We, we have a kid. Uh, but when we, when we went to, uh, to, to a clinic... Um, the lady there suggested a podcast that she knew the people that like recorded it and they were in Oak Ridge. Um, so, the, so people from Oak Ridge, one of the guys is from Oak Ridge. The other guys are from Chicago. It's really weird, but they record a podcast. Um, and so she suggested it to me. And so I started listening to them. What was, what was the name of it? Uh, that's a good question. What was the theme of it? Christianity. Okay. Oh, yeah. interesting. It was a Christian podcast. Okay. Um, and they do like prison, like um, prison ministry. Yeah, prison ministry and stuff. Hmm. Uh, crap, I, I'm gonna blank on the name. Uh, it has to do with like. Wasn't like a focus on the family thing, was it? No, no, no. It has to do with like words <laughs> or something. It's like uh, say say it or something. It, it has to do with like words. Um, okay. But anyways. Uh, and it's not These Are Words podcast, which is another Knoxville-based podcast, but it's it has something to do with that. Um, but she um, turned me on that podcast, and so I listened to them for a little while, and then I started branching off um, into, you know, bad, your bad Christians, your, you know, religious-based podcast, anything from, like, the liturgist and, and uh, pastor with no answers, things like that, and so... I literally became addicted to it almost. Um, like I needed to listen to podcasts. So for hours and hours and hours, like while I was at work, I was working two jobs uh, at the time. So I was working like 16 hours a day. So like I was listening to podcasts the whole time. Um, and so I just consumed so much. And so I was like, you know what? This would be cool to do. Um, and so my my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, uh, was living in Nashville. And I was living in Knoxville. And I had the idea, she's really into like YouTubing and like vlogging and stuff. And so I had the idea of maybe branding it and starting a brand where we could have like vlogs and YouTube stuff, but we could also have a podcast. Um, And I thought about calling it, we shouldn't be allowed to like the brand, like we shouldn't be allowed to vlog. We shouldn't be allowed to podcast um, and things like that. And that could turn into, you know, X or Y, you know, whatever. But that would be the brand name. And that went downhill very quick. It was so bad. Um, (laughs) She just wasn't into podcasting and I would just talk about things and like want her to have an opinion and she'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, like you, you don't have a thought about this, and she was like, "Yeah, that's that's fine." So, so like, now you said she's a vlogger herself, or she was just really into like watching that. She was really videos. into that and wanted to get into YouTube. Okay, um, okay, she like tried it out for like a second. She did like a beauty channel, 
um, like makeup and things like that. And sure. they kind of stopped doing that. It was her and two of her friends, but um, gotcha. they haven't been doing that recently. But she she did do that. Um, but the podcasting was my thing. YouTube was her thing. Uh, and then we when she moved to Knoxville, we started church was her her like thing like she grew up in the church and i just didn't care for church so i didn't go to church um but when we started going to church we went on mother's day to the guy's church from the podcast that i had mentioned earlier that i can't remember the name of um so we went to his church in oak ridge and then the next week we went to awaken um, and that's where I met Thomas and Christian and everybody. And then at a guy's day, you know, this started. So, the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. So. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Thomas, what about you? Uh, that was very long-winded. Outside. I'm so sorry. No, no, that was awesome. No, so that's The question great. was before all this. Yeah, before okay. all this, where were you and what? Okay. I mean, obviously, you met these guys. How did all that happen? Well, so I'm... Uh, as you can tell, me and Christian are a little older, have a little more seasoning on us, I guess. Um, I actually have three daughters, um, one that's four months, one that turns two in a couple of weeks, and one that's almost four. So they are very close together. I have a full house of women. So this is a good excuse, too, for me to get out of the house. <laughs> but um, yeah, I actually... I've. I actually moved back to Knoxville. I grew up in the Tri-Cities, um, moved to Florida for a while, um, went to college in Florida, played baseball down there um, at college. Met my wife actually through Facebook. Um, she's from upstate New York. So crazy story. Uh, I won't go all the way into it, but mutual friend on Facebook. We talked for a year before we met in person. Uh, the rest is history. Ten months later, we were engaged. Been married eight years in October. Whoa. Um, yeah. So, but we uh, we hated Florida. She moved down there. We lived there a year after we got married. She hated it. I'd hated it the whole time I lived there. So, moved back to Knoxville. Um, a lot of our podcasts have to do with religion because a lot of us have had the same experiences with um, institutionalized religion, I guess you'd call it. Um, I come from a ministry background. My dad was a, a worship leader and youth pastor, and I was actually on staff as a worship leader for a while. Um, got really burnt in the, the mega style, larger style of church. Um, so actually moved back to Knoxville, did the house church thing for a while. Um, groups of 20 people or so. Um, worked really well for a while. Then I started having kids, and it's really hard to... When you're the only person there that has kids, you're chasing new kids around the house um, to be able to focus and actually um, have community with a group of people. <laughs> um, so we just kind of went into a different season of life. Um, music has always been a passion of mine, music and sports. And once you start getting older, sports kind of goes out of play. Um, so really, um, I've, I've began to focus on my music side of, of, a, of somewhat of a career, I guess, in the long run, would love to, me and Jose right now, are actually have some stuff in the works. But um, found Awaken, uh, I guess it would have been almost two years ago now, um, was a better fit for us, smaller style church, you know, just a, um, more community-based, didn't feel, so, it felt more raw and authentic and not so uh, planned, overly planned. Um, Organization is one thing, but everything being planned to the minutes another. Um, so I actually started playing music there, hanging out. I knew the pastor. Um, we had a history together, um, so I trusted him coming in, um, and didn't really make any friends there for a while. Uh, was kind of nervous to get my feet wet, you know, getting hurt again by people. I met Christian. We started hanging out a little bit on the side. Um, we got along really well. He did. He, they loved our kids. And Jose came in the picture, I guess it would have been about a year and a half ago. Um, this guy shows up. You can tell he's very closed off. Um, didn't really have a lot of expectations. And needless to say, I guess our pastor kind of introduced us. And so we went out to lunch, just kind of had a couple conversations. And he realized that I wasn't uh, 
what he expected, I guess. <laughs> we had a lot of similarities, even though we came from very different backgrounds. Um, so we kind of hit it off, started hanging out. I remember soon after I took Jose out for the day uh, with his wife and we went out all day and drank beer and it was actually a year ago today. Yeah, because it was his it was his twenty first birthday. We took him out <laughs> and we I took him to Calhoun's that night and we took had shots and got a bunch of beer and and we uh, drank literally all, all day. day. Like we started it was it was Saturday last year and we started at the farmers market and then we were like, Oh, let's go to soccer taco just for lunch, you know, casually. So we got the thirty two ounce beer there. And then Another we <laughs> and then we drank again, and then we said, "Oh well, let's just walk around." You know, we're a little, you know, buzzed at this point. And then it's like, "Oh, let's go to Calhoun's." So at Calhoun's, we end up eating more and drinking more, and drink a lot just, of beer. You know, it's just, it's fine. We bought a six pack at Calhoun's and then finished it and shots, and you know, it's yeah. fine. Not a very long period of time. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. But you know. But basically, that just led to uh, we have a very close knit group of friends. Uh, me, Jose, and Christian are on the podcast. We have a very good friend we speak about a lot. Uh, his name's Nate. He has three kids also. Uh, very, very busy guy. He does not have time for a podcast. Um, but yeah, we all started hanging out, spending time together, and that all ended up leading to a guys' night when these two came up with the idea, and. I guess the rest is history. Once my schedule cleared out and I'd been on multiple episodes, the invitation kind of came out to be a part of it full time. And I jumped on it once my schedule had cleared. And that's kind of where we are now. But yeah, it's really funny how me and Jose became friends because we come from such like extremely different backgrounds. But we all, we've kind of met in the same place with where we've seen uh, just life and religion and experiences. Um, and of course, we're both married and have kids, so it's a very relatable when we get together to need a break. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it all started over beer. Yep, it, 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 it did actually. Pull uh, <laughs> real back in, just, just bring it back in. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, as I said before, it was that thing like we wanted, like the podcasting and the, and that, like we wanted to have that moment that we have when we sat down and just hung out and yeah, had a I, beer. What a perfect plan, right? What's up? So you listen to the humble beer back to back, humble beer and the negative three back to back. Uh huh. You listen to us first to figure out what beer you're going to drink, while you listen to them to sit and figure out what you're going to talk about next time you drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only, only, only problem is that plan. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. Like they they would have not figured that out until you said it right now. So, so you're like an. So you're hour like, that's a, a great plan. <laughs> Here you are, an hour and a half well, in. No, going forward though. Yeah. Like going forward, it's like, okay, we're listening to Humble Beer. We're going to see what beer we're going to drink uh-huh. on. Uh, oh, and then listen during, to during the, the, during the week. Yeah, during the week, yeah. Okay. During the week, they're like, okay, Friday, we're out with friends. Let's figure out what beer we need to drink Friday night. Then, what's the, what, the, what are the hot topics to talk about <laughs> while we drink the beer? So let's figure, let's listen to the negative three to figure out what's some cool things to talk about. Where I was yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant, Brilliant thinking. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought you meant like in context of these two episodes, no. and I was like, I think, like, that, You're I a think that could work yeah. out though. Yeah, that's a good because idea. Because it's like, you know, we don't really know about beer, so we can't point them towards the beer to drink because I would just suggest Bud Light. Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, we, we got to work on him. Yes, yeah, yeah. Work. Needs- I can. I can definitely give you a topic that'll make you talk for three hours. Like, let's just bring up guns. Like you'll have a conversation there for three hours, you yeah. know. Like, but beer? Oh, like I I don't know. Like I'm like this all tastes great. Like it makes me feel funky. Like that's cool. <coughs> but it's like I I have no clue. Like I just I don't know. I mean, he's just now getting into you know some some sweet water stuff. Uh, I think I finally got him to because he typically he's he's um, Jose's what you call a. Uh, a, a Weigel's tall boy, uh, reach out, try something new kind of guy. So he, he finds his new craft so, beer in the Weigel's so section. So he's getting like well, the... A, I mean, there's craft beer there's there. There's some That's decent. I mean, there's, there's, there's getting some new... There's some he's getting some... Uh, he, right now he's kind of in that, you know, hey, why don't you try some, you know, well, Voodoo Ranger or yeah. something like that, you know? good beer. Yeah, so I mean, we're getting him into some decent beer. It's a yeah. good first stepping stone. Yeah. We could yeah. use him down the line for like, um, um, like tests and stuff, like, like trials, like... What what is the uh, uh, like? 
we have a new sour or something. Let's see what the unacclimated person to this said. Yeah. You know, yeah, right? we could. We could have them on again. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Th- Thomas, what about you and craft beer? Where did where did you first have your find your love for craft beer? Because I know we talked and it sounds like you've got a little more experience with yeah, craft um, beer other than Bud Light. Well, when I got married, I was twenty two, so I was still really fresh into beer. Um uh, didn't really start drinking beer much till I was twenty one. Um and so in Florida there those guys were, you know, Yingling, Corona, you're kind of generic, not low end beer, but kind of like I, I don't know. I say Corona because there's I had a lot of Hispanic friends that that's all they drank. Yeah, but um, I still honestly I had Yingling first, and I realized that I liked. I wanted to move darker because I, I wanted to drink for flavor. So I started drinking some Guinness and just you know acclimating myself, but never really strayed from two or three beers. Um, then I moved to Knoxville. You know, a year later, I was almost 23 and uh, basically had a lot more options and a lot of friends that knew a lot more about beer really quickly. Um, so, and my dad also, my dad comes from a, a pretty crazy background himself. So he didn't drink until probably I was, he didn't drink. I had never seen him drink till I was probably 24 oh, wow. when he felt comfortable again to taste alcohol because when he was young he had he was a partier and had struggled with it until he came into christianity so um he also was surprisingly came in and said you know he couldn't even stand the taste of those party beers so we kind of together started taste testing and and you know go in the tap rooms and just trying stuff um and so christian i'd say of the of us three is the most knowledgeable um so he's usually the guy and nate actually is not on the podcast with us, but he is, he's from Michigan. So they, they have a lot of good beer in Michigan. They know their beer up there. Yes. So he's always telling me all these crazy beers to taste and, and uh, he likes like nitro beers and stuff, you know, and he, uh, he just is always getting us to taste new stuff. He has friends that come visit and they'll bring him a six pack of something that he can't get here. And so I would say for me, I'm still definitely, pretty amateur but i i think i have a pretty good taste for beer um in that i can i can uh same thing with coffee you know i run a coffee business and you have to be able to taste the difference when you have to have a you know train your palate and so what's the name of the business uh the coffee run we've actually talked about it in on uh the now negative three episodes yeah um we're an llc me and my wife actually started a Small coffee business about, it's been a year, I guess, within the next two weeks. And we went full-time back in February. So if you ever want to check it out, we are called The Coffee Run. We actually are mobile. Uh, we, we go all around Knoxville. We do a lot of businesses, um, mostly in the medical field. Um, and then we also do a lot of events. We're at Central Filling Station here in yeah. Knoxville. Uh, we do a lot of events in the fall because, of course, that's a great time of year for coffee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're business owners. It's, it's scary and we're broke right now, but we love what we're doing and, uh, looking forward to growing that. We've got a couple kiosks that we've opened and we're looking to open a few more in the next couple months. But, uh, Jose, we were just talking about, um, they were asking me my knowledge of like craft stuff. And I was telling them that your knowledge comes about to the point of tall boys at Weigel's right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, if that uh, most of the, actually most most of the stuff I've learned has been from uh, humble beer um, and you guys, like you and Christian, um, just hanging out with you guys and having you guys bring a beer. And then my buddy, my old roommate, um, he's actually a musician around here. Um, cool. Ben Donaldson, if you guys have heard of him. I don't know. Benjamin Donaldson. I don't think so. Um, but anyways, he would always have like Highland or, or, or beers like that at the house Yeah. Um, to where he would show me different things that or like voot, your voodoos and, and mm-hmm. things like that. They're still a little bit more popular, but like not Budweiser, you know, yeah. or like 
you know, your Michelobes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where it sparked like my interest and then hanging out with them and then Christian telling me about you guys and then just it was kind of like a step stool and then you you get another step and a step and a step and so now I'm here where I'm like I'm kind of really interested in this like it's yeah it's nice to have like a decent beer like today I had that uh as I mentioned before that Kentucky bourbon barrel ale yes um, <laughs> hey you said you it. with it all day folks I got it um <laughs> You struggled with that earlier if you didn't listen. So I had two of those, and I was like, wow, this is so good. Like, it's weird to have a beer where you're just like, holy crap, this is good. Mm. Like, given my background of beer. Like, yeah. I've, I've been drinking since I was young. Um, <clears throat> couple God, years. What the heck did my voice yeah. do? Um, no, since I was, like, young, young. Like, too young to be drinking. Um, but in Puerto Rico, it's legal to drink at 18. So I've been drinking excessively since i was like 18 um and even a, a couple years before that uh but it was piss beer like literally yeah. like like less than a dollar beer yeah less than a dollar like 87 cents like, <laughs> uh medalla is what it's called um in puerto rico and it's super cheap like you can at the brewery like if you go there you could get it for a quarter oh wow so you can only imagine how great it is yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds like the best beer ever. Yeah, you can get us or get your get us some your hands on some of it for us. I definitely could. Uh, whenever could, I go to Puerto Rico, yeah. I could bring some back for bring you guys. Some back. Oh, we, we'd love it. We'd we'll love we'll it, have dude. a bottle share episode with yeah. you. Yeah, I promise you. It's it, so I make it sound really bad. It's not terrible. Like it's not that bad. Like but old it's like style or something. Yeah, yeah, but when you when you're drinking like, I don't know, like. A, a wise acre like gotta get up to get down or something like that and then you go to get like that and you're like oh like this is weird you know but uh i grew up on that so when i came here to knoxville i was like holy crap beer can actually be good like that's weird mm. so that's basically my limit of knowledge right there but yeah. that's cool that's fun um well, well thomas going back to you for a second talking about coffee um coffee was one of the big things for me that got um I think is one of the reasons I have an appreciation for craft beer because, you know, it was legal to drink coffee at almost any age, although I wouldn't give it to a child, um, mo- mostly for your own sanity, if anything. Um, but but when it comes to, like, you know, learning about taste and flavor, I went to UT Chattanooga. Chattanooga had a lot of roasters before Knoxville had any roasters. And so I got to taste, you know, local roasters before that was even a big thing here. Mm-hmm. And learning about that flavor and stuff has really helped me helped me develop a palate and realize that coffee or a beverage in general could be more than just mass-produced flavor. And, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I found a lot of interest in that. So you doing coffee, I'm sure, helps influence even your beer drinking to a degree. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of coffee do you all like? What, what do you actually like when it comes to coffee? Well, Not I'm the, I'm, the humble I'm coffee a little, podcast. Yeah, I'm a little bland, I would say, because I, I do like... Um, like if I show up at some local cafe and I want to try their coffee, I'm probably gonna get just like cold brew. Okay. Um, Why is that? I, I tend to. I want to taste your beans. I want to taste. That sounds really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want to taste. I want to taste. taste okay. That, I want to taste what kind of beans they're using, um, and that's usually one of the easiest ways for me to do it. Um, and so, I'm pretty bland. I usually like. I like. My coffee to be strong, so I'll do. Let's do like a. I'm I'm an oddball. I actually like to drink. I prefer iced coffee. Um, Interesting. My, my my espresso iced also. Um, I don't know why, but the way my palate works, I feel like I can taste it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I won't do it over ice. It's just I'll just put it in the fridge, let it get cold, and over stuff we make, and that's how I feel like I can taste it best. Um, so I double shots stuff like that. Um, but my wife is a little. She's actually. The, I'm the coffee connoisseur when it comes to the roasting side, where she's more of the knowledge of how to make drinks because she was a barista for like eight years. Oh, okay. So we kind of had a mutual passion for coffee when we got married, and so that kind of led to the idea of just trying it out and seeing what happened. I mean, it was a long process, like you said with 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 beer. We had a lot of um, 
trial and error with roasters. Um, we yeah. probably went through 11 or 12 roasters before we decided who we wanted to use um, to make our drinks. Um, I guess it, it's also with coffee, I've gained more of a respect for the brewing side, realizing just how in-depth and how, how much art there is in the process of roasting beans. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a lot of chemistry involved there. Um, just, um, it's really an art. I mean, I've, I've, now that I've seen it done um, firsthand and been part of the process, um, and then having friends now that do homebrew type stuff, it's, it's a really similar concept of how you can make anything out basically however you want it to be. Um, just depends on what kind of time you're wanting to put in and, and knowledge you have of the uh, subject at hand. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think coffee, now that you speak about it, though, has really helped me gain a, a perspective on beer. Yeah. Um, so we're probably seeing it from the same aspect. You just have a lot more knowledge of the brewing side than I do at this point. I'm a little more amateur still. Sure, sure. That's cool. Yeah, but that was, that was always an interesting tie-in for me. It was kind of like... Um, you know, knowing that coffee could be something more than just, you know, Folgers or something more than Starbucks, which I I don't hate Starbucks, but I, I do not love, like, their standard, if you just say coffee, mm-hmm. not a fan. Um, I do like their espresso. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. But that, that's its own rant in and of itself um, that I won't get into. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, coffee, I think, is a good... Um, if you, if you're wanting to learn about craft beer, it's, it's as good to learn to train your palate to taste mm-hmm. good coffee as it is to learn beer. And it's kind of a similar process. And that's what I found when I started transferring it over to, um, my knowledge and experience in beer. So I think I it is that de- interesting. It's definitely made it easier. I feel like, yeah. um, now when I, I look for different things, tasting beer now that I've trained my palate in coffee because I never before would think to like. How's it taste on the front? How's it taste on the back? Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it's kind of a cool concept. Um, but yeah, this, I don't want to talk about Starbucks cause I, we could go for another two hours <laughs> on how I feel about that place. But uh, let's just say it's the, it's the Budweiser of coffee. Like, is that fair? Uh, uh, got, quite their product's Budweiser. not terrible. I would say yeah. they've got some options. I would say that they've outgrown themselves. Yeah. So the Sam Adams. Yeah, yeah, more maybe. comparable. I would say Sam Adams has a couple good beers. Like, yeah, I, I'm yeah. a fan of Sam Adams. No, Sam Adams is good. I'm, I'm just saying it in in regards to Starbucks being. Yeah, I guess Sam Adams. They're still Probably comparable. Yeah, because there's still some craft involved in what's done to make the coffee there. If if you're talking the Budweiser of coffee, you're talking like Dunkin' Donuts yes. or McDonald's yes. or something okay. like that. They actually do really good roasts if you put some cream in them. In my opinion. Um, but you know, beyond that, it's, yeah, that's, okay. that's kind of where I, that's my baseline. So. Cool. Now I have a question for you guys on the beer side. Um, yeah. when I, a lot of times for me, um, and maybe it's a mental thing, but sometimes I research, I want to know behind coffee. I want to know how it's their process and that I feel like sometimes that'll affect my expectations and sometimes, you know, maybe I don't give them the right amount of, you know, just an even, you know, in, I guess, like with like McDonald's, you know, I know their process, I know what they use. And so I go in just thinking this is going to probably taste very mediocre. And when it might not taste terrible, but it, my mentality is it's going to taste like crap coming in. So do you guys ever find yourselves um, being more of, of the brewery connoisseurs, knowing how something's done or seeking out their process? Because DJ, I know that you said you're more, you nerd out to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, in our earlier episode. And so, uh, or was that at this episode? Was that this episode? I can't remember, but somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. 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 It, was in, it was in our conversation. Yes. Let's just yes. say it that way. Yeah. So, you need to listen to both to make yes, sure you basically. track with us. Yeah. But do you find yourselves ever, does it like, do you have a prerequisite in your mind if you know the process of how a brew, like a brew is done sometimes? Do you ever find that affecting? I mean, th- that's that's a great question. I think for me, my perspective is like you know how the beer is done based on the style of beer that it's described right. as in its description or the style that the brewer tells you it is. So if it doesn't fit that, then there's obviously some question as to did they do it right to begin mm-hmm. with or did they just go out and do something that's just 
different um, and unique. And for me, yeah, I mean, knowing how it's done and the appreciation for it definitely matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something that's barrel aged, you know, it, it's harder to make. But one thing that's really underappreciated in the brewing community are lagers. Um, because, you know, that's more like your, I don't think Bud, I don't think Bud Heavy is Bud Heavy a lager. I can't remember. I believe so. I think it is. I think it's a lager, but, but the lager style is, it's kind of similar to a Pilsner, but the lager style takes a longer time to brew. So a lot of craft brewers don't brew it because it takes longer. It takes up more time in the tank. It takes more weeks to actually brew properly. And so there's, it's a, it's an, actually, it's a technically good beer to brew, but it's technically good. It doesn't mean the flavor is what is popular. Mm-hmm. That's why, part of why IPAs are so popular is they're faster to brew. They've got a lot more flavor to them. You can do a lot more. Honestly, you can mess up more with them. It's kind of like punk rock. You can, you can make a lot of noise and it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to always be on key when you're, you know, when you're, when you're jamming, um, jamming an IPA is when you do, um, you know, something technical like a lager or a Pilsner or something like that. And so for me, you know, there's an appreciation for those technical beers, but it's maybe not quite the same as, um, maybe not quite the same as what you're asking, but right. it's, it's it like, is that respect for, oh, wow, they did that. That's, well, that takes a long time and mm-hmm. costs a lot to do. And for me, it's it's or it's about how they achieve flavors too. And when you kind of oh, yeah, that's when, when you when you kind of see behind the curtain, it's like there's a beer called I think Catawba Brewing Company Peanut Butter Jelly Time. And basically, it's it's a peanut butter jelly beer. And so I I think I read an article or or, or listened to a podcast on how they come up with it. And basically, the whole the beer is supposed to take, taste like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. And um, peanut butter jelly sandwich. And and so. I heard of what, basically the whole concept behind the beer was they were trying to get like peanut nutty on the front end, then it finished with a sweet flavor. So I mean, they never really tried to put jelly in there. They never really tried to put peanuts in there. They were just trying to get a roasted nut flavor on the front end, then a sweet flavor on the back end. And calling it peanut butter and jelly time just tricks your mind into thinking, oh, that, that's yeah. nutty and sweet. Right. So that's peanut butter jelly. So now, I, when I drink that beer now, just since I heard about the process, I don't think peanut butter and jelly anymore. I think of nut and sweet. Right. I almost think more of a trail mix flavor than I do. And but the thing that is the marketing on it, and when you drink it for the first time, you need, and you're like, oh, that does be, that really tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then if you hear about how it's done, and you're like, then you have it a couple times, you're like, oh, no, actually, just I, they're using the marketing to to help you dictate the flavor. Yeah, well, and another good one is um, the Peachy King. Yeah. Um, by why am I drawing a blank on the brewery's name? You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, I you think think about it, and I'll keep talking. Um, uh, but Peach, Peachy King. We've only King had him is, on the podcast. Yeah, we've only RJ Rocker. <laughs> RJ Rocker. Sorry, RJ Rocker. We had the CEO on the podcast, and we totally drew a blank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but RJ Rocker, great great brewery, and they actually do peach beer with South Carolina peaches. Like actual peaches that they blend up and pull by the bushel full and brew for that beer. So you're getting organic peach with the beer. And to me, like when it comes to fruity flavors in beer, I hate it when I find out. I mean, I give grace to the local guys, but like if it's a bigger brewery, I want to know that it's more organic. Um, I mentioned them yeah. before, but Samuel Smith, they're one of my favorite like all time breweries, and they do a lot of historical historically good beers but they also do really good fruit beers in fact if you've ever had a lambic it's been brewed by the same people who own sam smith and those are organic fruits that they use and real fruit it's not artificial flavoring and to me that makes a big difference Mm -hmm. so i I respect that and like dj was saying when you get the flavor you want in a beer and the way you know when it comes across a certain way like the pickle beer Mm -hmm. um there's a few breweries that do them but i've had one or two that taste just like a pickle Hmm. It's delicious. I just had the uh, pickle uh, slushy at Sonic recently. <laughs> How was that? That was it. Was so weird, man, because they almost tried to make it too sweet because yeah. it's a slushy. Yeah, and I was like, no, like if I'm drinking something that pickle, like I almost want that like sour, like mm-hmm. pickle juice taste. Yeah, and 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 so it was like a little weird, but I, 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 pickle beer. Yeah. Like, okay, so I want an opinion then because. 
I'm a huge grapefruit fan, like in in beer. Okay, I like it. So, do you guys have a one you'd suggest me trying? Because that's that's a beer that I don't know why, but it's a beer that I like to go to, like on a, watching a UT game. Like like what? Um, so you you're like talking like a Rattler? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, um, Stiegel Rattler is a grapefruit. Rattler, is that what you're talking about? Well, no. the The first one I ever had was, and I'm gonna brain fart. Uh, what's that German company? Um, starts with an L. Oh, Line and Kugel. Line and Kugel. Yeah. That was the first one, and it's actually pretty good. They're, it's a pretty good grapefruit. They're actually they're oh, they're owned by I think Miller Coors. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah it's not but, actually a German company. Yeah. Is it not? Oh, no. I, just that, assume okay. their, I assume by their name. I yeah. honestly false didn't marketing. Research, but, yeah. <laughs> now, but uh, we have a whole podcast. I know there's a lot of like oh, grapefruit is is in a lot of the hops and that citrus grapefruit. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. lot. Of, that's a that's a common. Kind of a way to, to t- the flavor of different hops. I, I would have to kind of really Google, like which uh, one? I do like which, citrusy, which one? Though. Like, and if, I, if I, would, like, I would. I would. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say if you like citrusy beers, yeah. um, I mean, if you really, really like that flavor specifically, definitely try Stiegel Radler. Okay. Um, Radler's the style. Stiegel's the name of the brewery. German brewery and Rattlers are fruit beers. Um, they actually go really, really well with um, like if you ever do like a brunch, they're a great brunch alternative to say a mimosa or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, very fruity, very light, low in alcohol, so you're not going to get too drunk in the middle of the day drinking it. Um, but that that's legit grapefruit mm-hmm. and beer, and that's 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 the one I would recommend you definitely try. It's not an IPA. Um, if you just like the fruity flavors, go for a double IPA or even a triple IPA. Not Imperial. Imperial is more the richer IPAs, but the doubles and triples a lot of times bring out fruity flavors and even candy flavor, like candy fruit flavors. Oh, wow, candy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. No, but, no, but I was like, I was like, <laughs> I would have to research. I would have to do yeah. the Humble Beer podcast. But I would, just, there, there are the, the different strains of hop used to give off different flavors. So, like some. Some hops are are going to be more citrusy, more some more bitter, mm-hmm. and so like so there are some certain hops that are that give that that grapefruit fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. So I would just go like Google grapefruit hops and be like, okay, what hops? Are, so I'm gonna find the I'm gonna find these beers that have this 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 hop that tastes right. more like a grapefruit. If you want to get a more traditional straight beer, mm-hmm. like if you just want to not like a Rattler or anything, if you want to do traditional beer, just find like. The more citrusy, grapefruity hops. And I don't know why. Just in the last year, I've gotten more into the citrusy type yeah. of. Yeah, um, it's probably New just a phase. <laughs> New England IPAs are a good one if you like citrusy on the nose, especially. There's still hoppy IPAs. Like, on the like a citra hop. A citra is an is a name of a hop, and it's a very citra. It's a very, very citrusy. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's very tasty. So you you're gonna get that grapefruit flavor, mm-hmm. that orange flavor from that hop. Yeah. So how We're do you bored get, him to death talking about hops over here? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just like if I like close my eyes or anything, I'm like trying to like imagine. Th- uh, like, we're, not, I, we're not putting you to sleep. No, I, okay. I, I sometimes I like close my eyes and I have to like imagine things like in my head. So yeah. like you have a, a like like a little drawing of of a hop right there, and so like in my head I'm like imagining like an orangey or like a grapefruit looking like hop like in my head. But then I'm also trying to like stay active with you guys, so I'm like trying to like close one eye and like imagine it, and then like keep one open and like stay focused on you guys, and so it just looks like I'm like nodding off like okay, okay. okay. Um, but it's just like me trying to like f- like mentally imagine like because it, it's it's just like it. For me, who doesn't really know anything about like hops or anything like that, I'm just like, whoa! Like, there's citrus hops. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, there's grapefruit hops. Like, that's insane to me. Like, I've never, I've never heard of anything like that. So to me, well, I'm just like trying more to the, like, imagine it. It's not so much that there are citrus hops, but the the hop, the way it's grown and the way it's made, or you know, the way it's been developed over time, has that flavor to it that strain of hop has that flavor to it yeah that's so cool jose's yeah. sitting here with his eyes closed and i just see chris look over with this look of disappointment it's <laughs> <laughs> like dang this guy's like this dang guy's gone. It. Just, <laughs> he doesn't go wow. see how it is <laughs> no, no so i actually get out of here again no, i had a question about that even like along this topic of like citrusy things how do you guys feel about like sours like Oh man, those have uh, those have recently become like kind of popular at yeah. my house. 
Um, I've, I, I used to be against sours, and then recently I'm like, oh, you know, I could do a couple sours. So When I first heard the term sour, I thought atomic warhead. I thought like it was going to be nasty and gross and just make me pucker, and I, I just what didn't want that. When I actually um, took the dive, I really think the first time I tried a sour or two, I think DJ offered them to me, and I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. And then we went to Asheville and got to go to Wicked Weed's Funkatorium. You know, opinions of where Wicked Weed is at now aside, like, it was incredible. You asked about the, the like, the brewing process. Sours done right and done well are really technical. They're really hard to do. You're basically, you're literally souring the beer, but in a sense, you're actually spoiling the beer. You have to actually make a mistake to, well, in a technical sense, make a mistake to actually get the beer to do that souring process. And then once you do that, you've got to put it into, um, you know, you've, you've got to get it to the point where, um, you know, you're aging it or you're flavoring it in a different way. And it's a very technical, very crazy process to be able to do it that way. So um, in that respect, yeah, I love sours. I think they're great. Um, I typically like fruitier sours. Um, I've I found the cool thing about going to the Funkatorium, which I highly recommend a trip to Asheville if y'all haven't been and want to learn more about craft beer. You can learn a ton in an afternoon just by dropping into the Funkatorium, hitting up a few breweries in Asheville, and going and taking the Sierra Nevada tour. You'll be mind will be blown. Or I guess technically the uh, oh, what we should do we should, Belgium too. We should meet up with the guys and, and let them go through like. Like uh, like every time Tony does a talk, they can listen. Oh and like, yeah, and we can, and we could like test their, come bring them back on and test their knowledge every time. Yeah, they, <laughs> our, our our friend Tony does um beer education. Oh okay, in town, and he basically he'll go go to breweries and you donate for like five five dollars. Yeah, and they basically uh, they they're gonna have a seminar basically a 35, 45 minute talk about hops. So he's a he's a certified cicerone. Yeah. So you guys and the youngin and um, <laughs> yes, we should get him to it. We should all plan it up. And when he does them, then just all go. We all go. We we go to a couple yeah. of them. Then have them on again to see how, how much see how, how, yeah. how much they learn. Be down. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. But yeah, I mean, you can learn a lot um, about about beer just from something like that or. You know, even just taking a beer tour, like even Knox Brew Tours, um, just jumping on with Zach and taking a trip with him. I mean, it can be a very enlightening experience learning about the brewing process, just taking one of those tours. So. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because just I think I think there's a different perspective growing up the way it's because it sounds like we grew up at similar in similar households. Um, and so when I came into beer... I wasn't coming into it uh, to to drink it. Uh, you know, I came into it with a different purpose. Like I wanted to, tr- yeah. the first time I tried beer, it was like, what's the big kick on this? You know, why are people drinking it so often? I wasn't looking to drink it like, hey, I want to get blazed like these guys do every weekend, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it, I think it kind of benefited me to come into it like that because I, I was like, I, w- I only want to drink it if it tastes good. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was definitely part of my mentality. It was also if I knew I could pre- prevent myself from drinking too much by buying expensive beer, mm-hmm. because then I would think, you know what, I'm going home with a thirty, forty dollar bar tab. I don't, you know, I'd rather save yeah. some money. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I see. I see. You guys have. Uh, speaking of, I myself am a bit of a. Uh, I would. I would say. Cigar connoisseur. Oh, I see yeah. a cigar cutter over there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are we gonna have a cigar night here? Oh, yeah, come on! Yeah, man. we can totally make that happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. We 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 do enjoy a good cigar too. In fact, we um, we interviewed the John, the owner of the Park, um, Park City Park City Cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He's tied in with uh, Merchants of Beer yep. down down in the old city. Which I think if I've you met haven't John. been there. Mm. Oh yeah, you haven't been to Merchants of Beer? No, I was going to say if you haven't, oh, I have, any I have. any listener who hasn't, you know, definitely needs to go check it oh, out. Yes, and, yes, yeah. Had a couple. You they as have, well, they actually have a really good uh, for how small the selection is. Their cigar selection is pretty solid there. Yeah, yeah. John, yeah, he, John he does, does a, a really good job. Good job. Yeah. I was I was telling a friend the other day about it, and I was like, there is nothing more masculine than going ordering their. Um, 
gosh, what is it? Their their beef jerky charcuterie platter. I haven't had it. Is yeah, it? it's like instead of charcuterie, you know, all all those meat selections and cheese, mm-hmm. it's just different variations on beef jerky. Oh wow! You that can sounds... have that, smoke a cigar, and drink a beer at the same time. Like nothing not, says not I'm not a man either. like yeah. that. It's we awesome. actually, it's hilarious you say that because we actually two weekends ago. Um, because see, church doesn't start for us till eleven fifteen, so we don't even have rehearsal till like nine thirty, nine forty. Yeah, for band. So we we actually went out and had a guys' night two Saturday nights ago. Didn't know where we wanted to go, so we went to. We hadn't been there. Went to Merchants of Beer. So, uh, so Nate and uh, our friend Nate and Christian are sitting inside drinking. You know, they're they're more intellectuals. They just want to sit and talk. Yeah, um, where, where we we want to like we're always like meeting people like we're going around. So we actually went out and got. I don't some, know about we on that well, one. Well, me and you. Well, what I'm saying is, me and Jose go out to the um, to the humidor, grab stogies, and we end up sitting there with a couple other people talking uh, MLB for yeah, we MLB and and music for about two hours while That's we're awesome. having our beer and. That's so cool. But it was yeah, it's it's very manly place to be. Yeah, that was a good that was a good little uh, place right there. Uh, I hadn't been there; I had always seen it, and I was like, "God, that looks so cool." I'm there. I'm, I'm there too much. So yeah, well, we Man- were- Manchester United Knoxville meets there, so um, uh, we watch all the Man United games there. So that's our home pub. So okay, so I'm there pretty much about once or twice a week. So if you meander in there on a Saturday morning and you see DJ, he's uh, I'm yelling at the. It's um, an adventure. I've I've been to one Man U um, meeting, and I was like, I made the mistake of saying, you know, I'm I'm still figuring this thing out. I don't know if I'm really a fan of Man U. I don't really care. And they were they were like taking food out of my hand, and they were like, no, we're you know, like th- we brought this for the fans. We didn't bring this for you. And, no, and I was like, oh. we have fun. <laughs> They're good people, though. I, I really can talk it. soccer, but uh, I'm just. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but uh, man, you man, you, you golf's, kinda, fa- golf's favorite football team. You you kind of like beat yourself in the like like you you kind of screwed yourself out of that one. Like they're not greatest team. God's favorite football team, best team in the world. <laughs> I mean, team in the world. He, we're, we're Vols fans too. Bear that in mind. I, I guess you guys are. are in, a bit of a we 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 like pain masochist yeah <laughs> in itself but it's like you, you you could have picked like a team like you know Arsenal or you know so, a better history team <laughs> history but Man U yeah, there's a big contingent of Man U yeah. fans here in town yeah. oh the fact that you said Arsenal it means you see, you probably don't watch soccer that much. So. <laughs> I mean, so wait. Do you know? You might know one of the old pastor friends of mine. He's a Mega Man U fan. Uh, his name is Mark Medley. Medley sounds familiar. He's a he's like a he's a pastor now at Trinity. Uh-huh. One of the pastors on staff there. But he's like a like jerseys all the time. Get him out. I'm sure you. He has to have came to some yeah. sort of event. I'll, I'll look him up and see. if... See if I recognize him. <laughs> well, see, you you didn't pick the worst team, so Man U's a, a a good a good team to watch. I'm just like to be a a fan like that. Well, I mean, I guess you got like the Miami <laughs> Dolphins on on, oh, on your wall fan. again. But it's balls, like, Miami Dolphins, Man U. <laughs> Dean, we Atlanta, say more. Atlanta Braves. Yeah, my, but the Atlanta I'm, Braves this year are. I have my Atlanta Braves slash Tennessee hat. So, yeah. oh, that's nice. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Right. The the Braves are doing great this yeah, year. We'll beat the Brewers today. Um, I, I, we could talk baseball for a long I, time. We're baseball fans. <laughs> there yes, you go. But yeah. uh, the Braves are definitely a team that I'm like, holy crap! Like, yeah. Y'all are killing it this year. And actually, the drummer for Acidies Burn to bring it back to um, yeah. music for a second. He's a big Braves fan. So yeah. on Twitter, I'll I'll get all the Braves knowledge I need for a while. <laughs> um, so. I've I've been watching them closely just because he posts about it so much. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, oh, cool. it's, once once I heard you guys talk about uh, him being a Man U fan and being part of the club, I was like, wow, like that. Like <laughs> there's so many other teams out there. I didn't like, choose Man them; U. they choose me. That's all, all yeah. my sports fans. 
You, you don't choose if you, if you if you say I chose a team, that means you're not really a fan of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Sure. Yeah, I was I was born into into Vol Nation. Yeah. And what you guys got to think about is from 2004 to about 2011 or so is when I lived in Florida. Oh, that's so. Bless your heart. If you can think of those years yeah. in Tennessee football. And where Florida and where the Gators were at that time. Oh, at least you got 2004 in. I had three to four. My dad had three to four power T flags yanked out of our front yard by someone at some oh, point. Oh man! Uh, and not to blame them because I mean they were dominating at the time. Yeah. The, the Gators killed us. So in every sport they were dominating. So it was yeah. miserable. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We've yeah. really enjoyed this. Where can people find out more about the negative three? I know we mentioned some stuff at the beginning, but I'd love to hear anything else you'd like to add, promote, anything coming up. Yeah, so they can um, find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Those are all, I don't know yet. Uh, I'd say just search for the negative three. We'll pop up somehow. We haven't actually made the name switch as of right now when recording, yeah. uh, but in the next week we will. Um, and then uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcast, you could find us. Uh, the Negative Three Podcast, formerly known as Two Losers in Knoxville. And yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Dude, this has been a blast. Uh, thank you so much for teaching us about beer and everybody else who listens to you guys like it, it's such a like interesting thing that you, you can't really find that anywhere else and it's so weird to be like at a bar and like ask somebody like hey do you, do you know about this beer so like thank you guys for actually making something that you know i can know nothing about beer but listen to it and be like oh well at least i know that you know yeah thank you thank you thank you cheers yeah. and again we'll get you guys back on maybe like and, and a little bit of time and see how document their knowledge. Yeah. That's yeah, good. that'd be awesome. Yeah, back on. <laughs> Do a little, like, <laughs> trivia show. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Beer trivia. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All righty. Well, yeah. thank you, guys. Um, well, I guess with that said, this has been Chris Hill. This is a DJ Luke. Remember to stay humble. And try a new beer, especially this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you all. Because I'm halfway down in the bottom of